I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Pilipinas podcast, episode number 41. Let's call this the Dirk Nowitzki. I think it's pretty obvious. Number 41, you'll always think of Dirk Nowitzki, but wait, where are my manners? I forgot to introduce myself and my co-hosts. Nancy at your service. <laughs> Raf Kam is to my right. Right across me, Ro Moran. This is not the first time you've forgotten to introduce everyone. Bro, well, at called, least he knows our names. Oh, it's right. called getting carried away. I'm excited. And there's <laughs> Reason not like, not like Brock Lesnar. I've conquered him, and I conquered him. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucker! But yeah, you know we're excited about this episode because we've got our probably our biggest guest yet on the SGP podcast. We've got Quark Hinaris. He'll be stopping by in just a bit. It'll be a lot of fun talking to him about PWR, about wrestling in general. I hear he's also taught at the Arenao. Please, papi, please. Well, oh, how do we say it? Don't, 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 don't insult. Don't insult the school. By no, I'm not the, insulting it. Nee, yung pagkakon just Ateneo. He's taught at Ateneo. Okay, fine. Oh, uh, not the Ateneo. Does it have to be the? Oh, alright. So you know, Mr. Not, journalist, Mr. Journalist. Mr. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the protocol. Mr. Journalist. Neither do I. You can call it the Ateneo. You can I, call it Ateneo. I didn't at know Ateneo. this. But let me it give you. It doesn't have to be the all the Dico time. Dico papi. You pick a mini Yeah, we don't know this shit. But let me but give you some respect. But you're broadcast journalist. Yeah, you're but broadcast journalist. I have never had to write about the Ateneo. Yeah, neither have I. You don't have to call it the. I don't know. That's what God people call it. But let me show you this some respect. This is a respect. horrible start to the show. No, 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 no. Let me show you some respect for being one of the rare Ateneans who oh, actually yeah, insists. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with On that. dropping the the article. You don't have. You don't need but the article. But that's what all the Ateneans. It's not a thing. Pa- you don't need to use the article the. Oh, nga, papi, hindi namin alam yun kasi lahat ng atinisang nakakausap namin puro the Ateneo yung sinasabi. Uh, yeah, Ro came it from Zabel. You and I came from Savior. All these fucktards that came from the same schools are so conyo as fuck. I don't want to use this. I don't want to use this. Oh, <laughs> but you will. You will. You will. It's a whole lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, It's brother. not that I want to use the Ateneo. It's just that I thought that... Okay, that, okay, that... okay. Let's get back to the point. Quark Hinares... Okay, and it's cool. He's a professor. It is cool. He's also involved in music, also involved in films. We'll talk all about his projects, especially English God. only, please, which apparently Ro and I both got to yeah. catch. Not together, though. <laughs> oh, that's... Let's make that perfectly clear. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, no, papi's John and John. Straight guys can watch no, that's true. together. Hey, that's true. But if you yeah. want to ask why we watched English only, please don't ask. But it was nice though. You should go see it if, uh, if you get a chance to see it. Actually, that's true. Actually, we'll have to support man because traffic is ends up happy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Traffic ends up bad. Well, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun show, of course, as we celebrate episode number 41. Um, we're going to be talking about Spot and Botches. We're bringing that back as well this week. We're also going to be bringing back Breaking Kayfabe News. And we're going to be talking about the week in wrestling in general. Now, uh, something that just happened today. We're recording this, by the way, January 15, 2015, right here at the Mellow 94.7 Studios in Mandaluyong. Uh, the, the game WWE Immortals came out today. And it came out on uh, on the iTunes store. So only... 
smartphone only users Apple. that have Apple only products, Apple basically. Product people can have it. So right. Far. Android, yung reported daw is Android, it's coming out tomorrow. So Yun. by the time you're listening to this, Meron it should na. be out. Meron na, Meron na rin kami, yeah, I, I actually have a copy of the game right now. I've downloaded my copy. Um, it's basically what Injustice was so. If you're familiar with the mobile version of Injustice, as in the DC comic superhero game that uh, pretty much simulates Tekken and Street Fighter for superheroes, it's pretty much the same in WWE. Now, but is it as fun? Is it as because fun? I know I know you've played Injustice for a while. Right, I played Injustice for like over a year. Okay, right. So I was pretty fucking addicted to. Injustice. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was I was addicted to Injustice, and then you know, after a while, the sawa karini. And work happens, man. Hmm? Uh, yeah, at yeah. some point, you have to fucking work. Mm. True. So True. you know, Immortal is not something I'm probably gonna get addicted to just because I've had my Injustice phase. But it's fun to see when the superstars have reached the maximum adrenaline nila, and they can perform what their the signature fuck is maneuvers. Maximum adrenaline. All right. So if please, you're not familiar explain, with Injustice, familiar with Injustice. And for the benefit of those who haven't also. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So sure, for sure. those of you who don't ahead. know, <laughs> you should know, as, as our friend Brian Leo would say. That's two weeks in a row you're using his gimmick. Oh, hey, right. Brian gimmick Leo is a first world guy. That's not gimmick infringement. I mean, I am the, my gimmick is gimmick infringement. <laughs> That's basically my gimmick. I and take he, from he everybody. He can't do anything about it because he's the boss and he likes to watch. Yeah, pretty much. At least that one's original. That's got gravitas. I'm watching. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it has is. no gravitas. Has has fucking no gravitas. gravitas. Fucking boss is watching. You better make sure you do, you do know your what, shit do right. You know what gravitas is that your big word of the week? Five minutes into the show, you're using your big word of the week. I use gravitas all the time. So do I. Sorry. Okay, whatever. Jeez. Anyway, so so Injustice and Immortals pretty much operate the same way. Your characters have to build up adrenaline, which gives them your first two moves. And the first two moves are kind of like your signatures. Yep. Okay. And then the third one is like your finisher. So when you reach maximum adrenaline, you've got your third bar. So it'll consume all three of your energy bars. So it's like in in um, Street Fighter, like you have the your special bar, baby. Special yes, bar, yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. So when you reach maximum, your maximum adrenaline, your wrestler actually does one of his signature moves as a wrestler and follows it up with his finishing move. So, so combo. It's a combo, oh, basically. Nice. So, naka animation siya. So, I tried it with Seamus. And what he did was he did the Irish curse first. And then he lifted up his opponent, slammed him down to the ground. And then he ran in for the broke kick. Okay. So, yun na yun. Tapos, yun na, uh, maximum damage na. Oh, by the way, did you guys play Supercard? No, I've played I've played, played, played Supercard. It's fun for like the first yeah, day. Yeah, it's, it's addictive for like the first day. But yeah, that's how like, mobile, eh. mobile games are. They're, they're fun, but they get repetitive. So... You get tired That's why you buy quickly. a 3DS and exactly, play Pokemon. Exactly. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> afraid that this will be what, what might happen for me when I get to, when, I, when I get my hands on Immortals. Now, it's a big I'm sure. Right. Uh, another thing, probably that you might wanna uh, wanna be aware of is when you start off, you have a starter pack. Uh-oh. And if you've, played, if you've played Injustice, your starter pack actually varies. So you, ha- uh, you have to choose between like five bronze characters and at random, the system will give you three. So, uh, well, from my experience and from our, our buddy Owell's experience as well, we got the exact same starter pack. starters. Which is even worse because you don't have starters. You don't have any choice. Right? <laughs> so you got Kane, you got Seamus, and Trish Stratus. And then right after you complete training mode, you get Paige as well. So, you know, Owell and I are huge page marks, so it's nice that we have page. But I, I would have hoped to start with Daniel Bryan. Because hey, Daniel Bryan is one of the starting characters available. Uh, okay. He has a bronze version, and then he also has a silver card. So, yung ranks niya, bronze, yung mga easily accessible and attainable. Yung no movement ba? Uh, yung no, no, no. Was that the silver one? Yes, that was the silver one. Gold niya? 
wala wala siyang gold. Napa- Oh, yeah. oh, God damn it. So gold, damn it, Hunter. So yung gold lang is Hunter. Uh, there's, I think, Undertaker, Super Cena, and that's it. Damn it, Hunter. Holding I think. Up. Holding so down the... Okay, so... Holding down the... Holding down the talent. <laughs> so we've seen... Um, we have some screenshots on the SGP group for... Chain... Chain Gang Cena? Chain Gang Cena? Soldier. 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 Yeah, Soldier John Cena is actually in silver. Oh, okay. And then Super Cena or Evolved John Cena oh, is yung, ano, yung gold. Nag level up. Oh, fucking super shit. Yeah, so, so that, that's <laughs> pretty much it. At least he actually acknowledged it. No? Actually, yeah. And, and it was so literal. I mean, The Rock is literally bato. And then Kane. Looks, bato siya. Bato siya. Right? Hindi man chiseled. No, well, well, he's got like a chiseled. He's got like a chiseled junk. It's kind of weird. Chiseled junk? Para siyang fanny like, pack yep. na ano. Uh, a fanny pack na pinatigas. No, because like, I've, seen, I've seen one picture that it looked a little weird, but then this one... No, like, no, no, brother. It was very, very weird. Okay, so that's Big show is Yeah, Big Show is a literal giant. I'm actually loading up the store right now. Your gold characters are... Yeah, no. Actually, no, no, no. Brian is gold. Yo, Lumberjack Big Show is gold. Angel, Angelic Knight Trish is gold. Necromancer Taker. Super Why Cena. Why is Lumberjack Big Show gold? I don't know. Not the giant Why? Big Show. I don't Why know. Is... Hound of Justice Roman is gold and so is King of Kings Triple H. Any Hound of Justice Roman? Patiyan, patiyan. Uh, he Sige looks like a Roman soldier. Yeah, I think that's the one that you see on the ads. It's not so bad. Like, okay, the thing is... I like the concept. How, so. The concept. The concept's good. It's cool and all. But how does it stack up gameplay-wise? Uh, Gameplay-wise, I think it can do better with the lighting. Like, I guess compared to the... Uh, relative to the background, your foreground needs can a little bit more brightness. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, I'm trying it right now. Loading up. Yeah, so... A few moments later. Here we are. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm Kane. I'm fighting Daniel Bryan, the Yes Movement version of him. And, uh, yeah, it does kind of look like Injustice, no? Yeah, it does. Very much so. Uh, same same things. Yes, yes. Same interface. Yeah, same interface. Uh, the bigger the, the swipe when you swipe is the no, you the heavy heavy, heavy moves. attack right. And then if you hold down two fingers and you block, so it's pretty much the same yeah, yeah. game. Kane is a bit slow here, obviously because he's he's yeah. the demon. And now Kane. I have tagged in Celtic Druid Seamus, which Stan thought was a Viking. Well, it kind of looked like a Viking with the antlers and shit. So mm, Irish Cuerno. curse. So King Cuerno yung dating. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. And the Irish curse uh, finisher signature pala requires like the fast tap, like the flashes and a... Uh, the flash, right? Yeah. Come on. No, no. Don't fast forward this. <laughs> One eternity later. Right. So that's pretty much the game. Um, it's... Yeah. If you've seen... If you played Injustice, it's pretty much that. Okay. That sounds fun. We'll try it out for ourselves. You guys should try it out too. Available on the... Apple App Store. Yeah, it's called the iTunes Store, iTunes brother. Store. And the Google Play Store. And the Google Play Store very soon. Like yeah. tomorrow. You know, we'd love to say there's a promo code in the SGP or SGP podcast, but there really isn't. So, <laughs> so yeah. That's, You're welcome, WDB. That's Immortals. You guys should, you know, try it out. I mean, we've been reviewing... This is a lot of fun, yo. Really? Yeah, it is. Well, pass it over here. Okay. Let me try. Af- oh, puppy. Oh, go on, go on. All right, in just a bit, we're going to be doing our S&B list or the spots and botches list. If this is new to you, it's basically a recap of the week in wrestling, the best and the worst. We call them out. We've also got our interview with Quark Hinares. That's coming up in just a bit as well. And we're bringing back breaking kayfabe news still to come in episode 41 of the SGP podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Let's get down to business with our first topic. First order of business here in the SGP podcast. Let's recap this past week and give you the things we liked and didn't like about wrestling this week. We call this list Spots and Butchers! Let's start off with the architect, (laughs) Mr. Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins. And his backstage gimmickry, his antics, and everything he's been doing with J&J Security, I think it deserves a spot on this week's list. I'd like to say yes, and I will say yes, because, well, you know, Seth Rollins has evolved as a character ever since leaving The Shield, but this week, he ups it. He ups it, son. Our friend, our good friend and corny friend, Joe the Grappler Marsalis, has written about Seth Rollins. In his- Rollins in the deep. Uh, Rollins in the deep, really? God really? damn, son! I mean, really? Rappler allows his shit, so fine, you know, whatever. Really? Well, it's catchy though, in a way. In a way. Again, he says that, and which we agree with, in strangely, that Rollins has to be the best heel in the game in the game right now. Yeah, admittedly, he is the best. I mean, after the shit he pulled on Edge and Christian, he's got to be the best heel in the and game And I really right now. do agree because um, I mentioned a theory that I had last week, which I didn't really get into. But uh, the things he's been doing, the, the way he's been talking, the way he's been working, I guess, um, kind of makes you want to hate him for real. Diba? Like not just cheap heat, real oh. heat. And not just the kind of heat na okay, we're playing along because um, this guy is a really good heel and he's just really doing his job well. Yeah. But um, I, it's it's almost getting to that territory now. It's really, really it's still unlikable. Real. Oh. It's Mama Panzer heat. Oh, Mama Panzer heat. Yeah. So what does that oh, mean? That. So what does that mean? Um, finally, we have here a heel who knows how to get himself hated. That was Dolph Ziggler's problem. That's why he turned face. That's why people were cheering for him because um, he was showing off and in the process being good at his job. Really, really good. And in that, and as a result, nobody wanted to boo him. And that's not what a villain is supposed to be. Right. A villain is supposed to be dastardly. Oh, everyone wanted to see him do his thing. Yeah, so I, I guess what we've always wanted to see is a real heel. Like a real villain in every sense of the word. I, I mean, we get that from Triple H. We get that from Steph. But I guess among the active wrestlers, among the yeah. workers, somebody really had to step up their heel game. And, and this and, guy is and, Seth Rollins. And, and, and he's reaching to... for that brass ring. Yeah, yeah. And that's not to say that Rollins isn't someone we don't want to see. We actually do want to see more of his work. But he, I can see that he tries so hard. Or, I don't know, someone... Uh, advising him backstage or writing his stuff is trying so hard to get him to be really unlikable. Maybe it's Joey. But Maybe Sana. it's Joey. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's him then. I, I think he's smart no, because enough it's, to know. Okay, if you've seen his Tyler Black character, oh. that's really bad. Like, really bad guy. <laughs> really bad so guy on it, that level. But For those this, who don't know, is it like um, Seth Rollins now? It's not... Exactly, Seth Rollins now. Like, this Seth Rollins is really despicable. Like, who's more despicable, Tyler Black or Seth, Seth Rollins? Rollins? Seth Rollins. As, as the Tyler Black didn't try to kill somebody. As the authorities, I know, as the authorities, Lamb Lamb dog. Dog. Seth Rollins just takes the cake. All right. Now, uh, moving on to our next item on the list, let's stick with Seth Rollins and his former Shield brethren, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. They actually had, as what Kamas would like to call, a mini reunion of sorts uh, back. On SmackDown last week, they had a tag team match featuring Seth and the Big Show going up against Dean and Roman. 
solid match. Solid match, but it's not the reason it's a spot here. Okay. The reason I give it a spot is because, well, we want to see that that dream match, the triple threat dream match for the title between the Shield mm-hmm. brethren. And it just, right now, it sort of plants the possibility because Dean came out for Roman and when he was doing his thing with Seth during that horrible promo, I'm sorry. Which horrible, one? Horrible. That was the first, the Suffering Succotash oh, Suffering Succotash song. We should play promo. that. For those who haven't heard it. Insert clip now. You are a sniveling little suck-up sellout full of suffering succotash, son. Yeah, I know. That was not easy to say. So that's 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 the state of Roman Reigns right now. He's pulling promos like this. But the thing is, I want the reunion to happen organically. And I want to see it like this. But I want it to be for the title. You know, I think right. see, see Roman, he's kind of like scumbag Cena. Yes. Dean Ambrose comes out to save Roman. Roman's never come out to save Dean. At all. Ever. Only after the fact. After uh, after he was after Dean, Yeah, after Dean got curb stomped into the hollow blocks. Right. That was one time that Roman actually came out to save Dean. Now, uh, going back to this triple threat, and uh, you know, a lot of people have been calling of... this uh, a dream match, a dream scenario at Mania. Personally, I think it's a dream match of mine as well to see them going at it against each other. But I don't want it to be for the championship. Why? The reason for that being... Um, I want Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar oh, yeah, to be yeah, facing sure. off for the championship. For sure. For sure. No, I've always wanted the triple threat match, but I never thought it would be a WrestleMania 31 match. Uh, oh, at least 32 for me. But the, th- the way things are going now. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the thing. Eh? It's progressing. Like The way it feels is that the natural progression will be towards No, that. I don't think there's enough time to bring both of them, both Roman and Dean, up to Seth's level. So I think after Monday night, and we'll get to this later, uh, or have we already talked about it with the last um, last item on the list? No, we can bring it up right now. We can bring it up. Uh, after the last segment of this Monday's Raw, I believe that Seth was ready for the championship. I think he is too. Yeah. It's just... No, after that. After that. Yeah, after that. Segment after that segment, me smoke. And that's okay. No, and, but, like, I'm cool with that. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the other two guys are. Yeah, that's why uh, I think, I think Seth has to be brought closer. down. No, oh, no, Seth no, no, Seth, no, no. Seth is up there. And no, no, let, me no, finish. let me finish. Let me finish. Seth has to just be brought down para ma match in Nadine and Roma so they can have that triple threat. That's what I'm trying to say. If the, the if it happens, is if, not if it's meant to happen. No, if um, that's why I would rather it not be for the championship. Like, okay. Don't make Seth your champion. Have Brian and Lesnar fight it out because he's in dream match. Go and like in in my little world. Why can we just um, in your can, fantasy booking world? Yeah, yeah. I guess we can so. just uh, no, we can just you know hold off on the match for this year and just save it for next year when there's enough time to build up the two guys. Or you could have them be like Generico and Steen who go at it over and over again. Or The Rock and Austin. No, it's not gonna go over well, especially with so many hours of WWE programming. I think. I think Roman, of all people, is not ready for that kind of a feud. <sighs> Look at his promos. And one of our one of our botches on today's list is actually his Beanstalk promo oh, from puppy. this past draw. I think that's illustration enough to say that he's not ready. Oh, by the way, uh, we haven't discussed it yet, but um, rumors say that people, uh, the person behind Roman Reigns' awful promo suffers succotash, son. And, and, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk. I was saying before I was rudely interrupted that the person behind it is none other than Mr. Vinnie Mac himself. And that's a problem, son. Yeah. You want to call somebody out of touch? Here's your evidence, if you still If you still don't believe. Okay, it's a rumor. 
But I'm not surprised anymore. It feels like it's right. Eh. Oh, Papi, parang it can't be anyone else. And, and somebody, that's, it, that's just sad. It's and sad. It's, it's holding sad. him down. It's that's such a sad, thing. sad situation. And it's getting more and more absurd, boys. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't even want to dignify that. <laughs> no. Wait. No. Come on. Come on. Okay. How about no? No, you were going with an '80s reference with fucking with uh, with Jack and the Beanstalk and like suffering succotash. How is how is Jack and the Beanstalk oh, fine, fine. '80s? Not necessarily '80s, but the the cartoonishness of it was very '80s. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes. Vince McMahon has always, uh, it, it, for some reason, is kind of relying on what got him through the success of the WWF in the '80s, and he's trying to make that appropriate in 2015. I don't get how that makes sense business-wise. That's just because it's fucking PG. Because he's out of touch. He's out of touch. It's not the millennials' fault. It's and it's his not. Fault. It's not PG's fault. It really isn't. He's yeah, just. Out of, he doesn't know how to write anymore. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't need to. That's why he hired people to write. No. Well, he not just that. He doesn't know what works anymore. He thinks that what worked for him, you know, back in the early '90s, back in the late '80s with Hogan, is still working now. Well, you know, um, somebody's trying, and they're either succeeding or failing very, very badly. Um, no, I guess it's a hit and miss thing, and I think this is my segue into the next. No, no, one. no wait. Before we go into the next thing, um, <laughs> speaking of the Jack and the Beanstalk promo, it was bad material for sure. But he tried. He tries. He tried. He to, tries his he damn tried, best. So he tried to inject some uh, dyna- dynamism into it. He he tried to, yeah. He he made it a bit dynamic. He tried to, okay. you know, he okay. tried to deliver it a different way. He tried to change up his delivery. It's not the best. But I, I can see the effort he's been putting in. I, I give Roman Reigns a lot of shit on this show. But, uh, we all do. Yeah, we all do. Everyone does. We give him shit on, on the groups, On too. the internet or whatever. But I, I cannot shit on him too much when he's trying to actively challenge himself and change up his style. Sure, you know, I, I'm glad that this podcast is actually just in audio form because if it were in video, we'd probably insert that picture, that meme of Bart Simpson with the cake that says, at least you tried. So we probably have that, but but we don't. So let's get to our next item on the list, which is a bit of a hit and miss if you ask us. It's the Dean Ambrose psychological segments from this past week. I liked it. I found them funny. I liked it. And I like how they kind of displayed Dean Ambrose's comedic side, para lumalabas yung personality niya as a borderline comedic character and with a touch is, of and seriousness. This is, where, this is where I like him. Eh. Na parang medyo late DX type. Right, right. Late DX. Oh, we're really, really, really funny. But at the same time, we're psychotic. Uh, God. I, I, I thought it was a whole pointless set of segments. Why? Honestly. It was funny, yes. It was funny, especially by the end. Brother. Ho! Ho! <laughs> but it was, it was pointless to me because it built up to nothing. Unless it built up to another um, Dean Ambrose versus the authority angle. Which then, might okay. happen. Which Which might might, happen. But it hasn't happened yet. And but I if it didn't does, think he was going there. If if it does, will you retroactively sure, call okay, this a okay. spot? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It didn't feel like it was heading somewhere. But if it does, still no. Okay. And it's only it, because no, no. of the Rusev thing. You take it on itself by itself. It doesn't feel like it was heading anywhere. True. Even if you, even if it so happened that next week, oh, it finally happens that it's Dean versus Steph. Yeah. But um, but I didn't see that coming from. From what happened this week. Sure, sure. I don't know. It's like, I guess it's a hit because it was funny, it was entertaining, yeah, and it was a I'm miss. I'm not denying that. It was a miss because those segments barely led to the Rusev match. 
True. Yeah, exactly. And then he gets... Well, Ayun, isa pa yun. That he referee stoppage. That, 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 that referee stoppage was such... Uh, he gets TKO. Hate it. But it. it was good for Rusev because he, were, he showed him as a smart guy, a smart competitor. But for Ambrose, parang, I don't know. I don't think he came off looking strong, even though the intention is probably otherwise. True. So there, I think that's the problem with that. By the way, um, before we move on either way, uh, I read this. Uh, I read Brandon Stroud's um, Raw, Raw review, The Best and Worst of Raw, and he mentions a good, um, he has a good observation uh, regarding the Dean Ambrose segments and the Roman Reigns promo. Sure. Okay. Um, he he differentiates the two workers on the mic by saying that Roman Reigns has been given shit, but he couldn't make he couldn't really save it um, with his with his mic work. Meanwhile, okay. Dean Ambrose is given shit, but he makes it funny because he he can make it funny. Yeah, yeah. But they're both shit. That's the difference between the two. And sayang lang. Because as much as you want to see Roman Reigns succeed, you you just can't you just can't help booing the guy because he isn't that good. You know, thankfully Roman Reigns is actually doing well as a wrestler right now. He's actually improved in the sense uh, as as of last week's Raw. If you actually caught his match with Luke Harper, pretty good match. Pretty oh, good yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, finally. Thank you. For, thank you for bringing that up. Yes, it was a decent Roman Reigns match. Um, for those who watch closely, um, you might notice that he's actually been trying hard to get better in the ring. And I notice that he works better when he's on the defensive. Yes. When he's getting yes. pounded down and beat down by the heel opponent. When he doesn't look like he's about to have a oh, squash yeah, match. It's, it's like a Hulk Hogan match. It's oh. mostly... Or a Cena match. No. No, Cena can dominate on offense. Yeah. That's the thing. Is Cena can still make it work on offense when he's the one uh, taking charge. But... Reigns has a problem with the uh, with leading with, with the long yeah with calling the match um being on the on the dominant offense, it's like a Hogan match um he's getting beat down he hulks up that's the exciting part yeah he makes his comeback uh-huh. it's, it's kind of like the same thing here it's not um it's not the best wrestling but it's somewhere it's starting somewhere and yeah. that's that's pretty much a lot Roman needs right now. Right, and uh, that's pretty much why the the Roman Reigns versus Luke Harper match is actually a spot on this week's list. So at, at least Kaipapano, Roman Reigns kind of redeemed himself. 50-50 week for him. Mm. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get Suffer to our next <laughs> next Sorry, item on the list. Next item on the list on this week's spots and botches. Uh, let's talk about JBL again. Cause JBL, Fucking uh, JBL! John Bradshaw Layfield, you have a job for life and you pull this shit. You know what? Um, I heard him on Jericho's podcast. Okay. Uh, last week, and he was just saying that he was just trying to do his best. But eh. I don't know. I I don't buy it. I mean, we we see his work, and in other matches where there's a there's a clear heel and a clear face, JBL goes out to bat for the heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can't he do that for the Ascension? And I, when you're the bad guy commentator, it's your job to put over the bad guys. And this it's is your two job weeks to legitimize them. This yeah. is two weeks running. If this goes nowhere, if this is not going anywhere, I'm gonna be really upset and complain about it on the internet. Hey, but, <laughs> but that's, that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. JBL has a clearly defined character. Sure, he's got clearly defined motivations. Yeah. Before now, if, he doesn't. Before that's what, that's what I was gonna say. Before, but now it's just confusing. Because he's, he's 
he's supposed to be the bad guy commentator. He's supposed to put over the bad guys. And then look at him now. What the fuck? JBL, so, what, what is, the, JBL is the epitome of Mei you, you think Booker is that guy, but no, Booker is trying to do his job. Yeah, and I think it's because we the image of Booker T from when he did that SmackDown gig back right. in 2012. He doesn't. He, th- that was him trying to figure out his way of how to be a caller commentator. Pero, and I guess after several years of doing the pre-show panels, he's kind of learned. He's kind of picked something up. Because I don't know. And he's this better. Is my, yeah, better. this is my point of view as well. And he's actually improved as a commentator. He may not be the best guy at his job right now, but he's doing leagues leagues better than JBL is right now. And oh, he's by the way, entertaining. That's by the, the way, thing. by the way, I'm calling. But. Um, despite that, despite Booker's improvement, I'm calling out the entire announced team in that Ascension segment. JBL was trashing the heels. Booker T, the face commentator, was trying to save the heels. And what does that make them now? Ambiguous! Is, is the Ascension now faces because the evil, mean caller commentator is trashing them and making us feel sorry for them? Or are they heels because are they're making... Um, they're saying that they're better than LOD and Demolition. So, I don't know. Do you have an answer for that? No, I, I don't have an answer for that. They're not tweeners. That's the thing. They Okay, they move, they oh, move and, and the they squash. Part. They move and they squash like heels. They're put over like faces. Not even. Not they're even. not even not put even. over. Yeah, they're not put over, period. Okay, they're discussed. On commentary as... No, Booker T has been the neutral one. The moderate one. See, Cole parang wala din eh. Like, oh, Cole no. is Cole's not out entity. of it. Cole's fucking out of Cole it. Cole has no balls anyway. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a fucking non-entity. And it's kind of weird because the way I see it is Cole is kind of like symptomatic of us. Na parang, what do we make of this shit? So but like, the thing is, yeah. Cole doesn't even say anything. That's the thing. JR would have stood up for anyone. For them. Or yeah. not stood up for them. But he would have done his job. He would have said something. Oh, speaking of, another, another botch for this segment is that officially the Ascension's gimmick is now we are better than those who came before us. Which is weird because their attires are clearly influenced by those who came before no, them. Yeah, yeah, but that's the gimmick now. So we look like them, but we're better. And that's our gimmick. That's what we're selling. And that's not a gimmick. At all. It's not... And it's a far cry from the Ascension gimmick from NXT where they were just legit tough badasses who would beat everyone up. And this is the second week that, you know, we're discussing the Ascension in the same vein. And it just feels it's, like is like two weeks in, two weeks into it and we're already losing hope. This is unacceptable actually. Straight for up the, unacceptable. For one of the best tag teams to, come, no, out of, no, no. to come out of NXT. No, not even. Fine, name the best NXT tag team. What, the New Day? Not no. Who? Cause, what? Cause who's, big, the best, who's the best? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Team? That's our argument. The best tag team. No, no, no. no. I'm, just who... saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that they're the best tag team to come out of NXT. Okay, fine. Yeah. Ar- I would get behind that. Uh, oh, without argument there. That. Only because there's no other. Enough. Yes, there's no other yet because NXT is a young brand. But can you get behind that? Fine. Okay. Best thing that developmentals put out in one division. And you're going to shit on them like that. That's true. That's sad. You shouldn't even shit on you guys at all. Yeah. Period. They're, they are what... Tra- what you know, is helping you make money in the first place. And they're going to be the future. You're going to be banking on these guys so you can't afford to mess them up pa sila. Okay. Right. So I think we've... Closed um, book. Yeah. We've Closed ranted too much about it. Uh, we actually devoted so much airtime to something actually. so small. Actually, it's not small. It's, it's a, not small. It's, it's a, a huge major, deal. It's a major It's a issue. glaring issue, yeah. It's but a very big deal. So let's talk about something positive, about developmental, about NXT. Let's talk about Sami Zayn, that Zayn promo. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. We know. We know by now. It's been very well established that you are a fucking zaniac. Uh, uh, what is your? I uh, know. What is? What instrument do you play on the zaniacs? I'm the drummer. <laughs> I'm the drummer. You're not the producer. What you beat to your own drum? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you beat Sammy Zane's drum. Amana. <laughs> No, but for what it's worth, yo, that that Zaniac's promo is kind of nice. It shows how far Sami Zayn has come ever since he started. Like it's uh, corny as fuck, but is. I loved it. Yeah, he you know he mentioned that himself that it was pretty cliche, but it's so much fun, and I love him. And, and you can see apparently that he's... a Barry Manilow fan. What Remember? he said that they write the songs that make the whole world sing. Ah, in the promo, I barely remembered because. <laughs> I watched this week's episode okay, of NXT. Fair enough. But you know, you can see you can see Sami Zayn is you know on his way to being or, or to, to following the footsteps of number one baby faces. You can see mm. that he's following that little mold right now. And you know what? Um, the good thing about Sami Zayn is that he, the 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 thing that makes him the best written baby face at the moment is that he is not being written at all to do any douchey things. He's relatable. Oh. Not just relatable, but he is literally what kids should be following or what people should be following. Saying the word fuck a lot, though. <laughs> no, because like, you take a look I at mean... John Cena. You take a look at Cena, who's supposed to be your top baby Thank face, for... and he doesn't save his friends. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. That's, that's the biggest argument the that number we can have one, for that. The, number one, uh, the supposed number one face... On the show is a huge scumbag. The number one face threatens to win the championship, then and take his home. ball and go home. Which is which is a huge contradiction to what he said before to the guys like Brock and Rock. So it's it's annoying just to see somebody like John Cena be your, your number one good guy, and then he's written that way, right? So it is refreshing to see Sami Zayn in that role. Wait, wait, wait. While we're talking about Cena. Can we give a botch to hashtag authority sucks? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, sure. Horrible hashtag. That is your big plan. Hashtag authority sucks. Authority sucks. hashtag bring back Team Cena. lang hashtag hey, Dolph. lang hashtag Kathleen. lang hashtag G2B, whatever, whatever. Fuck that shit, man. Sorry, I watched G2B for a while. Good God. I'm it's judging so- you. No, uh, the hash the hashtags on that show are hilarious. Are hilarious. I'm sorry, it's borderline raw hilarious. ABS is like the king of unintentionally hilarious, unironically hilarious hashtags. <laughs> it's just sad, man. I had, I had to go see it because um we were sometimes we were oh late. fuck no, that shit. No, we would work late and it was on TV. Oh, all right, Tabuwe. Oh, I can't ever watch that because it comes on during my show. But oh, whatever, man. Catherine Good for you, eh? hot. <laughs> Let's right. move on. Let's right. move on. Let's move That's on. That's a child. She's not a child. She's Anymore, 19. she's 19. But what? not that I'm defending your pedophilia. <laughs> she's 19. It's not pedophilia. Still too young for you, bro. Barney Stinson now is your age divided by 2 plus 7. You need acceptable age. You're 24 divided by 2. It's 12. Plus 7. Sakta lang. Fuck you. Para yung buko pa Sakta lang. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let, <laughs> let's talk about going crazy on NXT. Marcus Louis, the Frenchman. Oh, by the way, hash, uh, Julia Montes is better than Catherine Bernardo. <laughs> is that a legit hashtag? No, no, not a hashtag. No, but some, I bet you somebody hashtagged that. Yeah, probably. I like Fucking her assholes. better. Fucking assholes on Twitter. 
Salma Marcus Louis, the Frenchman, uh, formerly part of the Legionnaires with Sebastian Lefort. He's now. Sebastian? Uh, Sylvester Lefort. Thank you. Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian the Lobster is French, right? Yes. Thank you. Okay, that's so, nice to that. My connection. Thanks, Little Mermaid. Um, yeah, Marcus Louis got this little phantom of the opera gimmick going on in XC. And nung episode last week, it was actually pointed out by the announcers. And there was a little bit of a zoom dun sa. Super zoom! Yeah, yeah that part. Because, you know, on those kind of things are always creepy, fake or not. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I definitely agree. It's very creepy. So, sino kaya yun? And then when you guys pointed out sa Facebook na it's Marcus Louis, I was like, uh, It has to be. Because who else would it be? Who else would it be? I, I forgot where I heard it. Did they update it though this week? Like, were there any updates about that segment? No. So, wala. No, 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 you, know, no you know NXT, uh, the storyline advances the week after. Ah, yeah. so every other week. It's every other week, yeah. Right, right. So, so there. Uh, I think it's a good thing. Like, I think it's refreshing to have this little Phantom of the Opera thing going on. It's not every year that you see a gimmick like this happen. I rewound the match, the, t- the end of the Tyler Breeze match. And you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's there. They're just it's just really, cards. really, really fucking creepy. Yeah. Shit. And, well, Baga, because he does look like a creeper. You're saying he's ugly. Yes. He's I'm stopping uggo. short of saying that he is an uggo. uggo. He's a legit uggo. But how do you root for fine, sympathetic face? I just answered my own question. <laughs> he's got this... Eric Rowan vibe thing going on. French King is, is, is the Phantom of the Opera a face? He I think a, so. Yeah, he, he is. has he a face. Burned or something. It's disfigured. But he's a face in theory. He's a how do you say this? Depare tragic figure. Tragic figure. Yeah. Literary tropes, motherfucker. Tropes. Tropes. Fine. You're 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 making it big word big word of the day day. He cut himself down after the tragic <laughs> figure. Jeez. Anyway, uh, next item on the list. Daniel Bryan, back in action. Always yes, a good yes, thing. yes. Always a good thing. Uh, we're excited for next week's SmackDown. And I think that's the best part of it, uh, of the Daniel Bryan segment from Raw. Now, we're actually excited for SmackDown. And he actually, okay. No, Daniel Bryan got part. into an actual fight. No, the best part of that segment was that he actually showed us that he can... Do whatever it was he was doing before. Well, not 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 to the full extent. We haven't seen his full move set yet. We've yeah, seen know, the flying knee. We've seen him take a few bumps. But the thing is, will he be at one hundred percent? I was hoping that he would have changed style, but I guess not after what we just saw. I mean, if it works, it works, Deva. Yeah, but it's dangerous. It's risky. it's still dangerous. It him, He's it's, it's what gave him all of his problems. Yeah. But after so many years of being on the independent circuit and pulling off shit like he worked slow in the indies. Yeah, but the thing is, ever since then he was already pulling off not not the man high flying. Yeah, style. I know, but he was doing strong style. He was doing strong style and it was very, very stiff. Oh I know. But uh, yeah. But that's but, the, that's the thing, that's the thing. He has he has wear and tear that not a lot of younger guys have. Would you consider Brian younger though? I mean, he's 33, 34. He's 33, but the thing is, he's being put in a category alongside younger guys just because he hasn't been in WWE that long. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess you can say that. But like uh, age-wise, cause he's only, what, three, four years younger than Cena when you think yep. about it. And he's been wrestling full-time since, since 2000. Yeah. That's not a child, a teenager, I guess. Mga 20, yeah, at the age of 20, yeah. And the thing is, he's been doing really, really, you know... How do you say this? 
not even not even ano eh, rough matches eh. just stiff wrestling ever since eh. and that's his style and ma- mahirap eh diba siya sabi nga nila you can't teach an old dog new tricks and that, that was something Rowan and I brought up even before like when Brian first got injured so it's a challenge I guess for Brian no but I know I know he can work slow eh. that's the thing eh. the thing lang with working slow is that it's when, not as entertaining no not no 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 not even not even the best submission wrestlers can make um, you know, technical wrestling look as as graceful as a lucha libre match, like Regal. Yep. And no, the thing with uh, slow wrestling, with slow technical grappling, is that when you have a guy Brian's size, it might not be as believable when you do it against you know a guy like Triple H's size, Batista's size, the bigger guys. But it's a uh, it's worth a shot if if it means prolonging his life. And his career. Yeah. But more importantly, his life. Of course, we're excited to see Daniel Bryan uh, come back. His first official match is this week on SmackDown against Kane. And he will be making his second Royal Rumble appearance. Second appearance. Second. Oh, Uh, I know. Second. 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 Right. Man. Crazy, actually. Yeah. So second Royal Rumble appearance for Daniel Bryan for uh, this year's Royal Rumble. And now our last item on the list. We've been saving this for last. And I think... It did deserve to come on last. The induction of the one and only Macho Macho Man Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Man, that felt good. Get me a Slim Jim. We cannot do it as good as he does. Of course not. Hey. Of course not. And I mean, they tried on Raw, but... God damn! Oh, only you know, Miz was really good. Uh, surprisingly was good. good, actually. And and Roman Reigns, the entertaining segment in general. Like having all those wrestlers uh, impersonate Macho Man, do their versions of "Ooh yeah," and it's just really fun. And you know, you know, Miz was you know surprisingly good for you know being that kind of guy. English actor, kasi. Oh, yeah, he, he's pulling it off, man. Nah, 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 nah. But back, back, back to the topic at hand. It's been a long time coming for Macho Man to be inducted, and it's good to see that Lanny finally allowed it to happen. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The the long-standing issue, Kase, was that his brother wouldn't allow it to happen. And as the executor of his Will. estate, Will. Will and estate, yeah. he, he held the card. Eh? And then he finally said, okay, it's about time. And thank God, because Randy Macho Man Savage, alongside with Miss Elizabeth, they are the two glaring omissions in the and Hall of Fame. Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Owen Hart was good, but Owen Hart wasn't Macho Man. Yeah, I know, but he's still a glaring omission. He's a glaring omission, but then, is it bigger than than Macho Man? Oh, I know. Go ahead. I'm just saying that he was okay. No, yeah. Someday Owen Hart should be there, but Macho Man. Goddamn! Three years since his death. For four now, actually, because he, he died in May 2011. So, for four years, uh, by the time that the Hall of Fame ceremony happens, yeah, malapit name fourth death anniversary ni, ni Macho Man. And I'm, I'm guessing that a lot of wrestling fans, especially those who uh, grew up in the 80s and early 90s, uh, maybe even until yung WCW Runny Savage, are, are finally happy that you know Savage is getting his proper recognition. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, having Macho Man inducted into the Hall of Fame finally after a very, very long time is our last item on the list. One question, though. Mm-hmm. Sure. After Macho Man and Owen Hart, okay. who, who goes in next? Ah, man. Who needs to go in next? 
Yeah, I, I guess Rocky. Yeah. Does Does the Rock need to go in now, ba? No, no. But if you want to say go in but next, who's who is the most deserving? Okay, Rock is one. Si Austin, uh, pasok na Austin's ba? in. Oh. Austin's yeah, Austin's in. Yeah, Austin is in. Rock should be in. Yeah, Rocky should be in. And I don't get it though. I don't get why Rocky isn't in yet. Is it because they consider him a part-time? No, I think they say, uh, no, um, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. I think it's because um he's not done yet. Okay. Oh, speaking of um after um after the two, if this is Undertaker's last year, then he should be in after after yes, Miss Elizabeth true. after Owen Hart. Taker should be in before yeah. Rocky. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, I think those four. You know that money. Um, you know that's why Edge was inducted after his retirement. How about Nash? Done. Uh, as um, the NWO? I want I want NWO to go in as a whole as a unit as a unit haven't they already no no, no they oh, have just, no, no just Ramon. just Razor Ramon Razor Ramon palang and, and Hogan and Hogan's in as Hogan as Hogan yeah but see Kevin Nash I think as Diesel doesn't he does he deserve it but as uh, Diesel yeah. yes yes he does, yes, he does. I think but, he does eh, no? but it's not it's not an immediate need I think um he can go in this year. Like the same way Razor Ramon did, not as a headliner, but uh, you know, as a stacked, as part of a stacked uh, class. class yeah. yeah, no, that I don't see why not. Oh, puede, puede. Okay, wait. Fantasy booking wise for Hall of Fame next. If if this is if this is gonna be Taker's last year, sure. Next year, Taker goes in solo. No, no, no. no. no you know no, who no, I no. want in that class? No. Christian. I want Christian in that class. No, no, I, no, I no. want no. I want Taker to have Christian you know, is not going in that class. I want I want Taker to be in that class class of his There own. is no such thing as a class of Meron, his own. Andre the Giant, the very first But member. that was like the very first. That's they, the point. They wanted to establish that Andre was on a class of his own. Was it? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. That he was the sole inductee and then No, I don't think no. You have to sell a whole show on a whole hour. To the TV, um, to whatever, to the network. In, in, 20, you can't, in 2015. Yeah, you can't do time. that with just Taker. Can you? I think you can. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. It's not going to happen. Which is why you need supporting members of that class, like Christian. Christian deserves it, yes, but... I don't think he goes doesn't in have to, doesn't soon. Doesn't have to be soon. Doesn't have to be this soon. He still has work to do. He has two years left on his contract. Eh. <laughs> it's not a matter of your contract expiry. I mean, that's not the determinant no, of whether I'm, you're I'm, ending. I know, Booker, I know that. Is Booker already in? Booker's in. Oh, Booker's in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Booker's, Booker's in. in, though. Yeah, but Booker entered like a year right after he retired. So, mm. like, I think if Booker can have that, why not Christian? Yeah. I say, I say okay, yeah. Next year, fine. Next yeah, year. Yeah, not this soon. year. Not this year. Doesn't have to be this year. I'll I'll ako if Christian is in the Hall of Fame this year. <laughs> and I'm a Christian mark. So yeah, so maybe I think next Regal year. should go in. Regal deserves it. Yo, oh, but I the know. thing is the thing is, Regal's still doing active work. Eh? Like a yeah, lot of active so work. He's not a wrestler anymore. So was Booker. Booker was doing commentary. And Jerry Lawler still wrestles on fucking Memphis in fucking Memphis. And Jerry Lawler still wrestles, period. <laughs> Well, not so much anymore. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. There are no clear-cut rules, which makes the Hall of Fame dubious. No, I oh, think, yeah. I Ooh, think, yeah. I know. I think if you're not regularly actively wrestling, you should you can be in. Okay. So you so name, yeah. you name, you name. I think, I think that's, a, yeah, that's yeah, the best rule. You name batayan mo. All right. So I guess that formally ends this week's recap of the week in wrestling. This list has been spots and botches.
more of the SGP Podcast, Episode 41. We tell you, it's been a very special episode so far. And now we have our special guest inside the booth with us. So excited to talk to this guy. Uh, he was at PWR Terminus. And we're hoping to see more of him in future shows. He was also in the movie, English Only Please. <laughs> one of the key guys as well behind NU107. And he's also part of the band Blast Oplet. Please welcome. And us to Evil Zero, by the way. Thank you very much, Mr. Camus. Please welcome to the Smart Gilas Pilipinas. Podcast, Mr. Quark Canaris. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> welcome to uh, welcome to the SGP podcast. Weird, no? when it's like when it's like four people. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. And like yeah, we dudes. have to cheer ourselves. <laughs> yeah. No, this is shit that you add in a post prod. <laughs> hey. Thank yeah, God for post prod. We, yeah. we have shitty downloaded effects. Oh. <laughs> and you can curse. That's oh yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can. That's yes, the best part. Fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for supporting my movie, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's talk quickly about English only, please. Because hey, uh, I found. <laughs> Out from Tracy, uh, Tracy about of the wake up show. By the way, on Mellow ninety four seven, sounds, sounds good. good. <laughs> Mellow ninety four seven, dude, that thing drives me crazy. I, I don't know if you, <laughs> dude, I, dude, I hear it every day. At least you don't really play the the like auto tune one anymore. It's like. Yeah, do you do you play fruity pops at night? Oh fruity yeah, pops. oh yeah, oh yeah, fruity pops. Kitang kitang saya. Fruity pops. Those commercials just drive me nuts, man. It's always Chris who who does the VOR. Yeah, you AOB right afterward. Yeah, that's his job. And I was listening. I don't know if we can reveal this, but I was listening to Jam eighty eight point three the other day. Yes, you can. Sure. And there was an ad, and it was Chris. They blow bad. They blow bad. And it was like messed fucked in my head. I was like, what? What station am I listening to? What is this? <laughs> no, I felt the same way Because when I listened to Magic Then I hear the same Wait, ad you listen to Magic? Yeah, dude, come on Ramna <laughs> No, man Ramna No, man I'm like the greatest wrestlers I'm a student of the game You know what I'm saying? Guys like Shawn Michaels Guys like Ric Flair They're students of the game I'm the same way Brought to you by Colombia Maligayong pagdating Pope Francis Mula sa Colombia Man Oh, shit Oh, my God I'm so glad I'm done with that Done with that ad Anyway, so English only, please. You know, Sinabni uh, Tracy, but you were in the movie, so I was really keeping an eye out for that scene where you would come out. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the movie, Quark plays Choco. So can you tell me about no. your character. Tell us about your character. <laughs> it's not a big role, it's, right? Actually, yeah, the, the role, role on paper was um, it was uh, Tinder date number two, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then um, I, I basically was just supposed to be like, "Hey, I'm your Tinder date," and I'm just walking with her. Okay. And then I find out she has a kid, and mm-hmm. I get like right, the right. surprised face, but. Um, and then I overheard that her name was Malo, so okay. that was all improv. Like, are you Malos? I'm Choco. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I just started like really stroking her, which wasn't in the script. And yeah, I know <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, like like heavy pet. But I'm major awkward yeah. for the first date. I know, I know. Right? Like she was like very like, what the fuck is this guy gonna do? Uh, <laughs> and then um. And then I, uh, that was also improv, the, where I find out she has a kid, and then I step back and <laughs> go back on Tinder. So. I, I think for what it's worth, that was the one image I really recall of, <laughs> yeah, of the Choco too. character. <laughs> and it worked, though. Yeah, it worked. It, it really it's worked. weird, man. It's like, yeah, I go to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest is like black market. Hey, Choco! <laughs> why do why do the black market kids? That's just yeah. a weird well, it's a and fun movie. The name, yeah. It's a no, fun movie. Yeah, it's uh, actually a decent MMFF movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And trivia, um, the, the writer was actually is actually a big wrestling fan, and she was actually in um, in the in the event. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. the, yeah. You must tell us who this she, is. And she, uh-huh. uh, her name is Ange Pesumal. Oh, okay. So she's, oh, all right. Uh, all right, we gotta yeah. talk to her right, very, talk very, very soon. <laughs> all right. So, uh, of course. 
Um, you mentioned PWR Terminus And let me just tell this story on the air Because uh, a, a bunch of us were backstage Right before uh, curtains opened Right before the event actually began Row over here He's actually one of the wrestlers in training Under PWR mm. okay. so, one, uh, so his role No, his role in the you show was the voice, uh, <laughs> Thank you. He was the sound man okay, yeah, So he was the one playing the entrance music See, Raph over here uh, was, the was the announcer And I was backstage pr- uh, Preparing for my entrance as the GM the manager yes. Right So we were all there in gorilla position or yung right before you come out And then somebody just tells us Nah, Quark Canaris is coming And those four words se- Send the locker room into a bit of a buzz So we're all excited Guys, it like, doesn't sound great But like, Quark Canaris is coming You know, like Now we can talk about this Since we're in a podcast right? yeah, this is like, yes. like, but, but you know in like When <laughs> when you're, when you're on air You must have in, in porn There's like Fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's like... Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, now that you bring it up, we're, it's awkward. Yeah. We're, bringing, yeah, we're bringing this show to new depth. <laughs> That's what happens. If you guys thought last week was bad, this <laughs> week is worse. <laughs> <laughs> then we had a, like, a character, Arena, uh, you know, we, before the, the jizz in my pants, called Easy Come Dan. Who's like, <laughs> 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 like an ex-porn star, but everything now that, you know, like... <laughs> like, hey, dude, what's up? Oh, fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, we actually have a nine-year-old listener to the podcast. Oh, hello. Well, we, regular nine-year-old <laughs> no, no, We don't know. We don't know if he's still listening. So We're giving him a hard education <laughs> yes. right now. Yes. A literal hard, hard, hard education. Hard education. Hard to soft education. Courtesy okay. of Mr. Quark Canales. Yeah, okay. Then they said I was coming. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, oh, what's that? You know, Quark and Ice is coming So I text Tracy mm. uh, And I'm like Oi Tracy By any chance Are you coming to Makati? <laughs> or are you Are you gonna make your way uh, To the, yeah, this yeah. wrestling event? Yeah. Yeah. Are, you, are you coming too? <laughs> are you coming I'm coming in my pants I, I kind of don't want to ask that question <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know honey, I'm so sorry Hadi Just listening <laughs> My girlfriend Don't pick on her Okay anyway She was supposed uh, to be here Yeah, yeah. So, Thank yeah. god she's oh, not She yeah. was supposed to come yeah, 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 in her pants. Um, but, <laughs> so, so she said she was, and then, uh, and then, lo and behold, I do my thing as a general manager. You guys make your way inside the, the arena, and it was just really surprising to see uh, to see you guys. Because I, I never thought that Tracy would actually show up to a wrestling mm-hmm. show or to one of your events or yeah. to one of my events. <laughs> so, so sure, I was and then you know, you came over and you guys, uh, you guys uh, said hi and everything. So that was always that, that was a treat for me. To, you know, uh, personally, Yay. so I, I want to know what brought you to Terminus. <laughs> um, so, so Mick, uh, one of my best friends, also you know, like one of the guys I work with the most. Um, I don't know, we just really love, um, you know, like uh, I mean, number one, there's not many cool things to do in Manila, right? Yes. Like, okay. you know, what are we gonna do tonight? Oh, let's go to Valk, man. I mean, like. <laughs> Really, pucha, pucha. Nothing, it's pucha, like pucha. <laughs> like like stand up is rare and so you really it, it, it'll be nice to like seek out like really cool things and when we heard about this I was like I remember um, King and and Mick were telling me hey let's go to this uh, wrestling and they're like so what's it like is it like you know like uh, professional like like the wrestling yeah, the, you know in, in the spandex yeah, yeah like no no it's like like speeches and shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like clotheslines and body slams yes and yes like holy shit I'm there <laughs> and of course I had to drag Tracy he's always like very shocked by you know 
Your lifestyle? Yeah, no, she's like, the things you show me, I remember I showed her, like, if you do watch uh, Black Mirror, the show on BBC. No, 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 I haven't heard of it, actually. The first episode is about, uh, like, a duchess gets kidnapped, and the kidnappers just want the prime minister to, like, fuck a pig on national television. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what's that? (laughs) I like how you copied her one point. (laughs) So, she always... Okay, we'll go. And then, <laughs> like, literally, when, when we were probably going about to park in, in Makati Cinema Square. Oh, my God! Stan part of this event! <laughs> so, yeah, so it's great. It, it's uh, And we had a lot of fun. Yeah, what do you think of the show? Because, like, I remember that uh, Tracy in particular was very shocked during that one spot where Brian Leo, the bald guy, mm-hmm. classical Brian Leo, pretended to be injured. Mm-hmm. And then the EMTs were actually already inside the ring. And then she was texting me from across the arena is asking, this is this real? Is because, this legit? No, because both of us, we didn't even know that oh. it was real. We, we weren't like, in on it. We weren't in on yeah. it. And then we were just like, shit, 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 shit. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And then big lang, oh, there you go. Yeah, were you the one who was like, a stretcher? A fucking stretcher? Were you yeah, the, that you, was me. That was me shouting. Right? I'm like, oh my God, this thing is for real, man. Like, <laughs> Are you panicked for real? No, I panicked for yeah, real. Because, like, like, you were, because, because, I didn't see. Because uh, Matt Rojas, the referee, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was already he was already handling mm. the situation. I'm mm. just like, shit, shit, shit. If this is real, the EMTs are right beside me. Yeah. So I'm like, guys, guys, stretcher, stretcher. <laughs> this is not a joke. I would know. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have the script. <laughs> unfortunately for Kendra, it wasn't real. Oh well. So so uh, yeah. what did you think What's of the show? <laughs> or, or what did you think of that what spot? I loved. Uh, yeah, there were there were some that I super loved. I loved the first one. The first, first match. Uh, yeah, who's the first match? Um, Kenwa. The first match Ken was Ken Warren versus Chris Banzer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. Oh yeah. I posted that <laughs> on Instagram and um, um, the and uh, what's the name of that dude who's like. Hashendero or something. Jake Leon. Jake Leon. Oh, dude. The only guy with the shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he was so into it. He was like giving high fives to everyone and like, oh my God, this guy, just to see that love for the, hey. the game, you know? Like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> and he was like thanking everyone. I'm right. Like, yeah, I can get behind this. Um, <laughs> so, any favorite wrestler so far? Uh, uh, so, so the bald dude is Chris Leo, right? No, Brian, no, Brian, Brian, Brian Leo. Brian Leo. And then he had the. Yeah, that that lady friend, right? Scarlet, yeah. Scarlet. <laughs> She's our lady friend too. <laughs> yeah, I, who I went to the bathroom and then I saw her with her boyfriend outside. Like, just stirred. I was like, grabe, grabe. Ibang klase talaga to. her boyfriend. <laughs> started snickering. Because the mom of someone who... Chris Panzer. Chris, Chris Panzer's yeah. mom. Mommy P. Yeah, Chris Panzer's mom attacked her. Right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And like, yeah. No, and, and not, that's, a scri- not scripted not at scripted all. Yeah. I was like, it got awkward for a while. And you could see her. She was like, you know, like being all tough. And then, but you could see her eyes, like the fear. <laughs> so we, I live for those moments. Like, yeah, the, the stretcher moment, the, the mom getting angry moment. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, when when, when uh, who were the guys who went to the second floor? Um, that was Canto Terror. Ah no 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 no! Apocalypse and Hardcore match. And I'm like, will you be my part tag team partner? See Mark Di Manalo, the guy from from the audience. Yeah. So yeah, and I think Mick went to the first. He said this was so much. You know, it more planned out. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and the acting was better. So. Wow. Wow. Coming, coming from a legitimate director like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. There you something. go, guys. There you go. PWR. Alam na. 
Are you sons of box box. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. You know you've gotten over when Quark Canaris is repeating your catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> Brandy, you'll pat yourself on the back. Maybe I'll pat yourself on the back. Uh, Quark, yeah. tell us about your fandom. Like growing up, I'm sure you don't get to this point mm-hmm. where you seek out a wrestling show as an adult without having watched it as a kid. Yes, yes. So, so tell uh, my, me about my your wrestling yeah. fan. Um, no, I was okay. The the truth is, I was a big big wrestling fan, and then. <laughs> I cut Crystal's hair because Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> oh, God. Was my, was my, like, idol. <laughs> wow. And they banned me from watching wrestling for the rest of my life. <laughs> wow. So, so my so- my knowledge of, yeah, kind of like uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and, you know, and the British Bulldogs. <laughs> so but you, you, you pulled that like on your sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah Good God. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, that's a story right there. <laughs> uh, okay, because like... like, like and some, she still brings it up to this day. Yeah, oh yeah, I cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Miss Cover of Tatler Magazine. Like, every time we see her from now on, you'll like think that I cut her hair because... <laughs> right, no, because like I've seen, I've seen your sister on TV like yeah. on It Takes Guts to Be a Good Hair. Yeah. Right? And then you bring up this story, yeah. and I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> it, it, it's just an interesting take." Yeah, yeah. The the you know the effect of media. It is true. <laughs> it is true, general. But yeah, so I mean, pretty much Andre the Giant and um, and the Ultimate Warrior and uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Who will be entering the Hall of Fame this year? Oh, really? Yes, yes he will. Oh, After what's the name of his wife that Ms. got Elizabeth. like Miss Elizabeth? Miss Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth got, who um, she got fucked up for a while. Yeah, like her neck had broken in a fight. Yeah, right? yeah is yeah, that yeah. true or is um, it? Um, yeah. Shit, seriously. And then eventually she did hard drugs and yeah. killed herself with Died. drugs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Not joking. A mix of painkillers and vodka. That was in '03. Yeah, wow, she died dude. way before uh, Randy Savage did last year. But Randy oh, Savage was really married to her. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. For a while. So a they, while. Got divorced they got divorced in the divorced, 90s. Yeah. Because Late they 90s. broke up? Yeah, they broke up in real life. Yeah. No, because, yeah, so so when I follow it, I mean, Vince McMahon was a reporter, right? Was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is this guy doing? Like, <laughs> wrestling now? <laughs> like, I remember literally watching TV. It's like, What's is he a wrestler? On? What's going on? What is the corporation? No. <laughs> Very lost. He, he had a he had a fa- he had a really weird face during the mid nineties, late two thousand, early two mm. thousands. Now he he tried to be a wrestler. Like he yeah. really tried that side of the business. Wow, that's but, crazy. Yeah, and it's, if you know him as the sportscaster, sports entertainment caster. Was he always running the WWF at the time? Yes, yes. Oh, so he was just pretending yes, to be. Yes, yes. Mm. He didn't want to um, draw too much attention to himself back then. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then, yeah, and then um, Hulk Hogan went to the WCW. Is that yes, yes, yeah, that yes, happened. Anyway, <laughs> but do you remember the cartoon, right? Do you yes, guys remember yes. the cartoon? Well, we weren't old enough then. The Iron Sheik. Uh, I'm showing my age. So, it's <laughs> 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 like the the good guys were mm. Andrew the Giant and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the, and, the, the um, cartoon. And Mr. Cap- T. Captain Lou Albano. That's right, and, the late yeah. Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you mentioned that uh, you cut Cristal's hair because of your uh, <laughs> your beefcake. yeah. You wanted to emulate yeah, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, yeah. but you never tried to like sneak in some wrestling. Uh, on her, on her. <laughs> not, not on her, but like sneak in hey, some, not, some TV time. No, no, well, not after, no, no, that it was kind of like that was it. <laughs> so you just um, agreed, but then you know, we'd wrestle with with cousins and whatever, like wow, you know, like body slam and. Um, <laughs> I think boys go through and, that. Yeah, they, every yeah no, and and wrestling was really big uh, at 
that and then wrestling it kind of died right like yeah. in the early 90s tapered off yeah mm. and then it got big, big again, again yeah. with like the rock and yes yes yeah so i i totally missed my one of my uh best friends ramon who um who wrote ang nawawala is a big um he's a big fan of those days as well the attitude era uh, okay okay <laughs> i like i like i like that guy's writing style yeah yeah i so, do like him the, the wcw and wwf yeah. when they yeah so so really interesting. I mean, it's nice to hear this kind of perspective, naman, you know, mm. from from other people. And because we don't know who our guest actually, <laughs> that, actually, that's true. One of the main, I guess, one of the main objectives why we do the podcast is we want to bring the Pinoy wrestling community together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not it's not easy to find someone else who likes wrestling in this country. Yeah, remember there was even wrestling in Channel Thirteen, like yes, the, yes, the Unano, and then. Like, <laughs> Yes, that did happen. That was RJ. That was RJ. RJ was so unrunning. What was it called? Pinoy Wrestling. Wrestling. Just Pinoy Wrestling. She had characters like Joe Pogi, Zoro, uh, Iggy the Igorot. And PWR's John is to kind of, you know, reboot Philippine wrestling and kind of retcon that that old Pinoy wrestling. But that's great, though. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, and I re- even remember being a fan of Glow. Gorgeous Glow, oh, ladies gorgeous of ladies of wrestling. I think I think a lot of people who grew up in the '80s and probably the early '90s, yeah, major familiar with Glow, because uh, Tracy's partner Marco mm-hmm. also watched Glow like for a time, right? <laughs> and if you know Marco oh, behind oh, the oh. scenes, this will be very very surprising. But holy shit, he watched that's Glow. Good. So you know, um, I think that's something that Quark and I understand, right? Yes, yes. So so, so there. Um, now. Um, I want to talk about, uh, aside from Terminus, of course, I want to talk about NU107 because uh, I, I mentioned this off the air. Thomas over here was a huge fan of NU growing up, but one of his huge influences. So you, want, you want to take the lead, <laughs> one, the lead on this no, one? No, no, no. Okay. It's like, so, um, Quark, just, just because I'm... No, just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm having one of those moments. Yeah, you're marking out, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, no, um... And you, and you was like a big part of my life, and I know that you were very much involved, you know, in running with it. Um, how do you feel that now you're dating somebody who's back in radio? <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a valid question. Okay, okay, valid, question valid question. Uh, I, I forgot which NU DJ, uh, whether it was Claire or Myrene, but they said, of course, you ended up with someone from radio. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. It's, <laughs> I'm, not, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's weird because I'm not. In radio, but and for some weird reason, like I understand, yeah. you know, uh, like AOBs and whatever, and all that technical stuff, right? And so, um, and I know a lot of the radio people. For I mean, and you was kind of like its own little island, yes. uh, but you know, I mean, like people like Samo and uh, Andy Manzano, we we did meet, um, and the people from Jam especially because oh yeah, we, because yeah, because they were our fucking enemies. No, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! You I'm know, kidding. I think, I'm kidding. Which one was NU Jam? Which one is WWF? Which one is WCW? <laughs> That's w- they were WCW. <laughs> Shots no, 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 no. Uh, but honestly, NU NU went through the struggle because N came up. Nah, That's the thing. I'm always like a true fan. I'm, always, I'm not an NU fan, but I've always figured that they were kind of like ECW. Actually, that's true. Now, if you if you're gonna make the comparison between wrestling. And you did, and you did a lot of revolutionary things at the time with radio. And I'm sorry that you know it's like, and they're relatively uh, smaller. They're yeah, relatively smaller. Um, you could tell, naman, by the people who were advertising, it wasn't as bonga. They didn't have yeah. as much money, but they, the things that and you did for people like me, you know, 
they did a lot. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have gone into prod like music prod without people like Quark in the world. That's you why would, I'm, no. you know. No, this yeah. Is, this interview's big for me. There's not. There's not a day that goes by that I don't miss NU, and it's weird. It's been five years, I think. Since, six now. Six. Yeah, right. And in November, and it was, and I love that. And it's weird because I, I that last year because I was hosting Let's Fun and yeah. all that stuff, not radio, but um, I think it's only that last year that I actually and uh, I was very hesitant to kind of like you know be in my parents' shadows. That's why you know I, I want to be my own person. But that year I decided, okay, I'm gonna work towards um, being a part of NU and kind of like eventually running NU. <laughs> that's, that's the year. So I was actually working already. I started working doing marketing stuff for NU. We were already making new logos. I remember we were already brainstorming new shows, and it was like really. Then we had um, Jock Off. <laughs> we like, yeah. Jock where, where we looked for the new NU Jocks, and like <laughs> a week after we hired them, they made the announcement that, you know, that NU is going to be reformatted. Damn. So it was like, shit. God, fucking damn. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> so you weren't part of that decision that uh, NU was no, going to get reformatted? No, I wasn't. Yeah, I was, I was. It was very, very sad. Um, and. You know, I, I felt really bad. And my dad actually said, um, like, five years later, I really regret, uh, you know, uh, closing down NU. And like, <gasps> <laughs> no, but, but the thing is, if NU doesn't... Uh, Can't for, they bring it back, though? No, no. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, a lot of people say, bring no, it no, back no. or bring it back online. And I'm like, no, it'll be like bringing Club Dread back. It's kind of like... And they've tried. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, okay. yeah and, and it, it's not the same. And, it's you know, really, just yeah. make something new, you know? Like, like I mean... A lot of a lot of the internet radio stations right now, like for those of you who are listening to us over the internet, a lot of the internet, the local internet radio stations have some roots with the past guys from NU, like some some jocks Radio there, Republic, Radio yeah. Republic, like Zach, mm-hmm, Zach, man, like Zach Naman, who is the mm-hmm. the man there. Like they come from they came from they came from NU, and they're pretty solid people. Like honestly, good mm-hmm. people, and they know what they're doing. But Back to you. Like. Yeah, I actually, I actually have a question. I want, I want to ask you about your influences. Because okay. um, I grew up every, uh, like growing up every Sunday. My dad would listen to your Lolo, Larry mm-hmm. Hinares. So this is Larry Hinares, make my yeah. day, hasta la bye bye. So these are things <laughs> that are stuck in my head. And um, I, I wouldn't say that Larry Hinares' spiels really influence the way I do mine as a personality. But um, I, I would guess that you being his grandson, bang influences from, let's say, from your grandfather. My, well, this is funny. My grandfather is the most inappropriate person I know <laughs> in the world. Like, I remember when um, the Hayden Cause sex scandal came out. Um, Hayden comes to lunch. <laughs> okay. And my Lolo's there. He's like, Hayden! That Katrina Halili! What a whirling dervish! <laughs> How does she do those moves? I've never... And he proceeds to get a pirated DVD of the sex scandal. Good and God. have it signed by Hayden. <laughs> And Hayden can't do anything because he's my grandfather. And I am just like relishing every moment of this. Like, <laughs> I bet he wants to kill himself. Yeah, you know, he's like... <laughs> so this is him off the air. <laughs> you know, Exclusively like, on the SGP podcast. You know, like... Or, or he, this, this we might have to bleep out. Like, you know, like um... Ah, that Obama, you know, every time he talks, such a great speaker. God damn it. Every time I hear him... <laughs> That nigga brings me to tears. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and it's like it's meant well. It's you know, it's like it's a good you, you know. know that, 
That is, is that actually a, a thing. No, they they think that it's really <laughs> called that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so oh so. Uh, yeah, I'm just in shock right now. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. please don't stop influence. listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So let's talk about your bands. Um. Okay. Us to Evil Zero <laughs> and Blast Off Left, both of which now come to think of it are very inappropriate as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Although, um. I've I've followed both bands mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, Blast Ople just had your one show of the yeah, year. Yeah, did you watch? I I wasn't there. I the didn't one. know. Okay, okay. Jason didn't tell me. Oh, okay, okay. So I I just want to ask. Um, first Blast Ople, um, will we be seeing you guys recording? If should when if, if or when, when Marie. Marie comes back. Um, we really want to. It's been a blast. Ople is okay. So, um, blast. Ople is a band from Amp, yes. uh, from New York College. The the way we formed was uh, Jason was very, you know, unhappy with his band, and we were all like <laughs> laughing and joking. And uh, someone brought up that his cousin wanted to name a band Blast Ople. The <laughs> next day, we come into the Amp room, and it's like Blast Ople is uh, Jason Cabalia on guitars, and we're all like Marie on drums, Mikey on bass. They're like, um, is this what is this is a this a re- what is this? <laughs> and fifteen years later, we're still playing. But um, we usually play like um, uh, like mostly co- we do mostly covers. We've had like two um, originals, but um, and it's very close to um, pro wrestling. Actually, I mean, you've seen the yeah, shows. I've seen it. It's yeah. no, you gotta yeah, tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, I stand on the amp. I fall on the ground. Mikey kicks me. <laughs> like my spots. My spots. Um, yeah. actually, I booked them for my birthday many years yeah. ago for amp for an amp show. Mm-mm. You sexually assaulted me. I, <laughs> I, I oh do no. that. Yeah, he I does. Do that. He does my, that. I gave Ren head the last time. Um, Ren Aguilar. Yeah, yeah. I'm, God I have, damn. I have a picture. But is this uh, shit you choreograph like do you plan uh, this shit or premeditate it? Oh, right. um, no. It's actually. like it's, it's like you like, buy you like, buy them a bucket of red horse and then. Uh, I'm happens. not even fucking drunk. That's the thing. That's like it oh, just God. you know this this. <laughs> Wait, seriously, you gave this is, um, <laughs> Wait, let me see. I think Tracy oh and my loving girlfriend. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tracy, for taking a picture of me giving Ren Aguila a head. Ren um, Aguila off. <laughs> wait, wait. You must tell us of how, the story of how you sexually assaulted Kamis. Yeah, so anyway, how did I anyway, sexually so, assault you? Um, I booked Blast Ople. I booked Blast Ople for a gig. And then I'm, I'm very drunk already by the time they're on. And I'm sitting down in Route 196. Mm-hmm. I'd say this is about four years ago okay so I'm very drunk and then Blast Ople is playing they're doing their thing I'm taking pictures and then Quark starts to come close to me and I'm like okay picture 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 this can't get any worse he's very close he's still singing and then he starts caressing my leg that is propped up against a, a chair <laughs> oh, God. and I'm like I'm like I'm okay so this is cool it's my birthday but you're not a girl and, you're not hot. and this yeah. is fun but <laughs> It's not something you'd brag about. Yeah, it's yeah. not something you brag about, but there are pictures SGP. on Multiply. There are. <laughs> oh, God! There oh, wow. Oh, shenanigans. Oh, Lord. There's a lot of, yeah. There's Lord. A lot of it's very NSFW. Look how happy Ren is in this moment. Uh, I bet, no, because moment I know Ren Aguila will not hear this, yeah. but <laughs> I bet he enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, how many... I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a man possessed. No, but <laughs> but like, how many red horses, for example, will it take for you to get to that point where you just randomly sexually assault someone? None, <laughs> none, dude. I wasn't drunk. <laughs> it's worth yeah, the drunk. performance. Yeah, no, like, like, like if you if 
okay, coming from the only as the only person who's seen them in the room among the three of us. Sure. It gets very wild. Like it's yeah. the closest thing you get to legit punk rock. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, <laughs> I remember I was jumping around, my pants fell, and I just started singing with my, you know, boxers. Wow! <laughs> I don't know. It's like, but what are your influences? Um, influences in terms of music or film yeah. or? Oh, oh, I, I guess we can, we can break can it down. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Start music. Okay. Um, music. I well, my my first two CDs ever were Stone. I uh, know Soul Asylum, uh-huh. and Grave Dancers Union and Pearl Jam's Versus. Um, okay. Oh. But, um, no, I mean, after that, so I'm into yeah, a lot of the early alternative, like Lemonheads and yeah. um, Sonic Youth and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I got into more indie stuff like Pixies and then uh, Pavement, one of my favorite bands. Um, just reunited. They're called Slater Kinney. Uh-huh. It's the girl from Portlandia. Yeah. Um, sorry, Carrie Brownstein. And then um, now uh, I like St. Vincent a lot. I like, um, what else have I been listening to? Um, I like Beck stuff. I this you know um, I it's always make eclectic. a li- yes mm. I make a list of the top ten albums and you can find them in quarkinaris.wordpress.com. <laughs> That's how you sneak in a cheap yeah. blog. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for how for about music. how about locally though? Um, locally, there's this band called Feet Like Fins, which I adore. Um, and then, uh, and well, you can see a lot of the interest on uh, rock and roll if you buy the DVD out now. <laughs> 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 Keep going. No, but um, uh, a big influence performance wise is uh, the Agamulak experience. So wow. that was a yeah. band of basically it was Sandwich, but instead of Raymond Murray Seagan, it was um, a guy named Mario Alipio who uh, who lives in Washington. Okay. Uh-huh. So he was like, dude, like, and I would eventually I became a member of the Agamulak experience. But I remember he did a backflip and like he was bleeding on the floor, and what? we were like, "Holy shit!" We were like still kicking him because he thought it was like part of the act. <laughs> and then after the set, Jack was like, "Get up, motherfucker!" And like he pulls him up and he goes back down, and we're like, "Uh, what's going on?" <laughs> so we bring him to the hospital, and now he's kind of like deaf in one ear. Oh, shit. Holy that's shit. that's how punk rock it gets, really. Yeah, shit got shit escalated quickly. Mad real. Yeah, uh, yeah, how about how about in film? Because we haven't really talked talked about the film career. Like, uh, mm. what influences you uh, with your film film career, Noman? Uh Film definitely. Uh, Pulp Fiction is my favorite movie. Okay, okay so, cool. Yeah, uh, hands down. And then um, David Lynch is my favorite director. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I mean, the most influential piece of art probably in my life I remember was Twin Peaks the show yeah. okay yeah so I, I yeah, remember that whole lineup in Channel 9 it's like um, or is it Channel 9 and Channel 2 and there's like Simpsons and X-Men and um, Beverly Hills and right, right, yeah, I remember and then it's Twin Peaks and then it's like it's so weird watching that after all of that <laughs> after all of the um, the wholesome stuff but that really fucked me up <laughs> <laughs> But have you ever thought of like? Have you ever thought of like inserting probably some wrestling references, or ha- has wrestling ever um, been incorporated into your films? Um, has wrestling ever? I think it may have in Super Noibi, which is actually the <laughs> film I hate the most. But um, I'm pretty sure there was a. Re- yeah, the, soundtrack, the soundtrack wasn't so bad. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I've only seen that movie once actually. Like same, same here. I watched, yeah. I watched it once, and it's so like, like uh, yeah, I, I exa- have the exact same. <laughs> reaction to that film <laughs> but um yeah no but uh wrestling wise yeah probably a super noisy i'm pretty sure there was one um also i think because uh because the writer like Fairlane Raimundo and enzo enzo was uh was a writer also mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think they were like fans of cosplay and a lot of ah, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, Camus here actually mentioned earlier, like before he came in, that he also taught at Ateneo. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now, there's something interesting that uh, that he, that he brought up, something about um, the implications of wrestling on society that he happened to share in several lectures. I'm actually I didn't, I didn't about say that. I didn't. Well, say that. I was never a student. I, no, just, I just said that we could ask him that. Oh, how do you feel? Because no, because you know this guy's a very smart guy. Compared to everything that he said before this, (laughs) Mark Canaris is actually a very smart guy. Very insightful. (laughs) Yes, as you can see on my insides. (laughs) Easy come Dan and giving head to. (laughs) No, but it's like it's like. Do you think that as a medium, like, Mm -hmm. because wrestling is one of the mainstays on TV, like Mm -hmm. you have you have telenovelas for, you know, across Korea, Spain. Here mm-hmm. and then wrestling is like a mainly American thing. Yeah, and no matter mm-hmm. how many people you know look down on it or or think that we're how we're weird for watching it, there's still you know wrestling programming on like ABS-CBN or whatever or Solar. Fox now. Personal. Yeah, exactly. So, so how, thing. how do you feel about it in media now? Yeah, no, I think well, it's I uh, know it's great. It's like um, it's like a s- man soap opera. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yes. like, right, right. Yeah. It's very larger than life. Yeah. You need your you need your legends. You need your like. A very, I mean, um, you don't get that in boxing. You don't get that in UFC, mm-hmm. where you know, like, it's like real. they want. Yeah, where and there's like some drama, and someone's wife is cheating on. Wasn't there like like something like that in in WWE? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, someone's wife was cheating all the time. And um, someone and had sex with a someone had sex with a corpse. Oh, what? God. That, yeah. that was ten years ago, man. Still wow. fun to bring up. Ten wow. years ago, Katie Vick. Yeah, let's not bring that up. <laughs> and I remember, like, I mean. It's like Santa Claus for children, where you mm. kind of like, no, this is real. How could there be not be blood and Axel Jim Duggan and like, you know this? And then <laughs> I remember when uh, Owen Hart died, right? Owen yeah, Hart. yes. And then they were like giving speeches about, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when we were um, rehearsing this fight, and like, oh my god, it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, that was your moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like that was a moment for me in the sense that they finally admitted to it. And like, but when did you find out it was um, staged? Probably, you know, like in grade seven or okay. first year high school, everyone's like, oh, exactly. you know, like, and it's this a cool thing to just believe that Santa Claus is yeah, real yeah. when you're a kid, right. also. And so, <laughs> so who told you who broke the mystery um, in a, you know wrestling stage? I'm, I'm sure it's some yeah some classmates in seventh grade. Okay, as like, usual. <laughs> No, um, right now, actually, uh, of course, other than um, having talked about the music, the films, where where can we see you next? Like, what other projects are you dabbling into in the in the foreseeable future? Oh, um, okay. Well, so uh, when I since I so I took my MBA in um, in the states, and okay. then I so I was there for three years. So I only moved back around July. Yeah, I, and since then I've been. Producing concerts, so like churches and cut copy disclosure. Bastille, deba? Uh, no, 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 he's not but, Bastille. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I hope people went to Bastille. I mean, like those are really good kids. Um, they're actually really young. Uh, yeah, they they're, brought in they're Phoenix. They're younger and, than us. Yeah, oh, they're okay. younger than us. Yeah, but wow. Wonderland. Yeah. That's those guys. But Carpo, super shout cool, out yeah. to you. Yes, and um, but you know now that now that I it's it, you know now that I'm here again, I really want to make a new movie. Um, okay. So. 
uh, there was a producer who went up to me and Mick and said, you know, I want to make the goriest Filipino film ever made. And I'm like, wow, wow, is this like a dream or what? <laughs> so Mick and I were both like trying to pretend we weren't excited <laughs> beyond like, oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we can do that. But inside we were like, oh, fucking bitch. <laughs> so um, we're, Mick and I are writing Hopefully, what will the glorious <laughs> Filipino film ever? Sounds um, awesome. <laughs> Abangan. Yeah. Abangan. And then, and then yeah. on the flip side of that, um, I'm working with one of the writers of uh, English Only Please on a romantic comedy. So Aww. hopefully in the same year, we have the glorious Filipino <laughs> film and a very heartwarming romantic comedy. Are we going to see you do a cameo in either one of these films? Um, I, I got... Traumatized by cameoing in my own films because <laughs> ah. I don't know. Like when I started out, like critics were like very mean to me being <laughs> like, having cameos in my own films. Um, but Tarantino so. does it all the time. I know, oh, right? Yeah, but that's Tarantino, <laughs> yeah, and so does Hitchcock. But that's Hitchcock. Um, so uh, you know, I I someone just asked me recently if I wanted to be a zombie. So I think I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna be doing like those small roles for friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but not on my own film. Speaking of uh, that, um, do you have any dream role or dream cameo role? Dream cameo role. Um, you know, That's number one, you know what the number one, like anyone will ask you, right? Like uh, if you're a director, anyone will ask you to cast them. Yeah. The number one role, oh, kung kailangan mo ng rapist, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like kind of funny and then it gets disturbing after yeah. like, wow, man, like everybody wants to. <laughs> And then I'll just say, oh, bibigyan kita ng love scene talaga. Oh, with Biolo. <laughs> Not that I'm saying anything, but, you know. Biolo, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast. Yes. Um, join and, um, you know. <laughs> anyway. Cut. Pause for cutting. And, okay. And there. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I zombie, think that's a zombie. nice choice. Yeah, yeah. rapist. <laughs> right. Isn't cool. Yeah. yeah. It's it not is cool. not. Yeah. Not cool guys. Never cool. <laughs> But yeah, Respect the, women <laughs> and men, yeah, and of course uh, and anything in between. That's right. And of course, for our listeners who want to follow Quark Hanaris on social media, where can they follow you? Yes, everything. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's all slash Quark Hanaris. So um, yeah, what, what else? A uh, WordPress. Um, yeah, I'm a social media whore. So <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, the I'm, next PWR show Vendetta is on the. On February 21st, will, you, will we be okay. seeing you there? Yes, and my friend who I just had dinner with really wants to go. So. Wonderful. And we will to tell her. keep that friend a secret. secret. <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> it's going to be, it's, it's gonna be yeah. very wonderful to say the least. So it's on 21st. Oh, it's in the same place. Uh, yeah, it's in the same place. place. <laughs> same We're time, actually same working place. to call that the PWR Arena now. Yeah. <laughs> ah, nice. We're going to put our stamp on that. Eat some, eat some Midas chicken, buy some pirated DVD. And go to the PWR arena. Buy yeah. some fake shoes. <laughs> Why not? What, what a sweet deal. Uh, I, I guess that about wraps it for our interview with Quark and Aris. You know, Quark, it was a lot of fun. You know, just, uh, just so shooting the shit. Fun. Yeah, shooting the shit. <laughs> hope Being very you. inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. Back <laughs> of course, again. Yeah. And we'd love to have you back again on the podcast soon. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, we're going to be doing more of our segments here on the SGP podcast. Breaking kayfabe news actually is coming up next, and uh, we'll we'll hit you up with more of the stuff on episode forty-one, the Dirk Nowitzki of the Smart Gilas Pilipinas podcast. Stay tuned. Tonight we are bringing back a special segment on the SGP podcast. This is 
Breaking K-Fave News Stanley C. Basuk <coughs> Excuse me, Bo Carrying on a long tradition of charitable work by WWE wrestlers, Bray Wyatt has devoted much of his spare time to terrifying sick kids for the Break-A-Wish Foundation. The charity which believes that unadulterated fear may trigger children's immune systems to fight disease has lauded the hillbilly messiah as their greatest celebrity partner. Break-A-Wish Foundation President Kendrick Harkin said, and I quote, He's absolutely terrifying. It's wonderful. When I see the looks of abject terror on those kids' faces, it warms my heart. In a typical scenario, Bray Wyatt upside-down crab walks to a terminally ill child and whispers, Rear, and laughs maniacally. According to a recent study, the sheer terror of being confronted by the inbred cult leader has been shown to send many forms of terminal illness into remission. The Break-A-Wish Foundation calls it the scared healthy phenomenon. Interestingly, some children specifically request a visit from Bray Wyatt instead of John Cena. Back to you, Mr. Thomas. Marami salamat po! And that is Breaking Avenue. All right, and uh, I guess that that's going to do it for this week's episode of the SGP Podcast. But before we go, of course, we got to give a great thank you to Mr. Quarkinatis, our guest for this week. That was one hell of an interview, man. Yo, we are the kings of starting out strong style. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we say that every interview. You know, that was one hell of an interview, but, uh, but I think the last two interviews we've had. Yeah, exactly. We're starting off 2015 really, really strong. Setting a high bar for ourselves. We've, we've had Red Oliero. Uh, if you haven't listened to last week's po- podcast, by the way, you better Please give do. it a listen. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole lot of fun just talking to somebody who has been pretty updated oh. and can inject you know, the kind of humor that the three of us are pretty much into. Oh, that was, that was. So that's that's the Red Oliero episode. Of course, this episode with Quark and is probably one oh, of so our most enjoyable much ones. Much of yet. the same I humor. Did not, I did not expect that kind of humor to come out of this interview. There yeah, was, neither did I. Booker T will be coming for us. <laughs> <laughs> that was unsayable. Uh, uh, just hearing stories about about his grandfather Larry Hernandez and his sister Cristal. You know, uh, the Brutus, the beef, uh, the barber beefcake uh, stories. Crazy. I can't. I, I cannot believe. I, I can't it. imagine. But I'm actually gonna dig up that Tatler interview. <laughs> Fact check. And uh, before we go, of course, we got to thank you and ask you to subscribe to the SGP podcast. That's where you can uh, get all the episodes, listen to all our segments from Spots and Baches to Breaking Kayfabe News to Bose Avenue, which we haven't done in a while, but we'll be getting to that again very, very soon. Word of the week. Hey. <laughs> I know you've been excited to say again. Yeah. And of course, the segment Ooh, yeah. that always ends every episode of the SGP podcast. It's called the Pick of the Week. Now, the Pick of the Week, for those of you who are new to the podcast, is anything in rest. That is must see, must watch, must listen, or must read. So let me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start off this week. So pick of the week. All right. My pick of the week is the contract signing from last week's RAW. I enjoyed it very much. Just this because Monday's from this Monday's RAW. Sorry, I enjoyed it for one reason and one reason alone: the fact that Seth Rollins could hang toe to toe with guys like Brock Lesnar, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, John Cena. And, and Paul Heyman, inside the ring, he was able to establish his own presence. And I think that really seals the deal on his status right now as top heel in the game. On a related note, my pick of the week was the Shield mini reunion on SmackDown. Not a bad pick. Because if this leads to, if this is the seed that is planted for that future WrestleMania main event with the three of them in it, good God, we are in for a hell of a ride. Fair enough. Okay, my pick of the week is um, 
actually kind of out of left field. I'm going to choose the New Day versus K-Swiss. Whoa! It's not that out of left field considering the quality of the oh, match. Oh, exactly. It's not, you know, it's not a big match. It's not a big storyline. It's just... It's just good wrestling. Good, pure wrestling. And I, the reason I picked this is because I haven't seen this week's NXT and Lucha Underground. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen NXT and Lucha Underground either. So I think next week's episode is going to be stacked. I, mm. I'm hoping that we have lots of options for pick of the week next you week. You do. I've seen NXT on its new nights on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's Smackdown on Thursdays. Smackdown on Thursdays. Tomorrow, tomorrow our time. So that, means, the download, oh. so, so that means actually we can watch NXT and Lucha Underground before the show and then now SmackDown is on Friday night here. It doesn't really change much. It yeah. doesn't change much. Lang, Papi, aren't you starting your day job next week? Yeah, yeah after the Pope leaves. <laughs> yeah, so good luck trying to watch Lucha Underground and NXT on the same day. Papi, kaya mo yan. Alright. Para sa show. Kagawin ko. Para sa bayan. What was I going to say? Wait, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. You know, um, I just want to note that it's been almost 10 years since SmackDown was last on Thursday nights. I mean, like, regularly. At the drowning pool era, pa ba nung, yung theme nila? I, I don't even know. I'm not even sure anymore. I, I, no, no, no. I think it was after that. Uh, before that. So, yung, ano pa yung rap pa yung si John Cena yung rap? Pocha. Oh, wait, wait. I think it might have been, yeah. The, I think it's drowning, drowning pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was drowning right. pool. Because right after drowning pool was Know Your Enemy. Okay. Oh, oh, God. oh, speaking of show theme songs, today I learned that Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria was the NXT theme song for a while. I wasn't watching at the time. When FCW was rebranded, yeah. Even fucking awesome song, though. Since we're talking about theme songs, let me just put this out there. This is an increase to Puro Resu fans, right? If any, any Japanese wrestler has ever come out... <laughs> Oh, to God. feel like dance by Globe, oh, let me know. God. Just let me know. I love that song to death. I played it on the radio today. It's a great song. Let me know Not if any you. wrestler has come out of that song. I will fucking mark out for that wrestler. That's all. Uh, it's an open plea. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura's song is so much better than that, though. Yeah, fine, but you know, feel like that is still fucking awesome. It's fucking boss, oh, right? Anyway, we got to thank you and make one last plea. Let your friends know about the podcast. Let them know that people do talk about Pinoy wrestling and we're trying to get the community together. It's at the SGP Podcast on Twitter. So if you want to follow us for all the updates and if you want to like our page, it's facebook.com slash the SGP Podcast. I would just I would just like to say that everything he said was so fucking corny. <laughs> of course, uh, we got to thank uh, Corey Canales once again for coming on over, dropping by, and just, and just talking to us about wrestling and about everything else. You can catch, by the way, the next PWR show because we are, of course, supporting local wrestling. The next PWR show is happening February 21, Vendetta. 2015. It's oh, Vendetta at the PWR Arena, also known as the Makati Cinema Square Arena. So get your tickets at 250 pesos at the gate. <laughs> A lot of things are going to happen, and I'll be watching. So that, that's also uh, happening. First, you're, you always you're watch. watching. You like yeah, to fucking watch. Perv. I like to watch. So uh, last, and not, uh, last but definitely not the least, if there's anything you agree with, disagree with, anything you want to tell us, you can always tweet us. I'm at Stan947 on Twitter. At Caveman Camus. At Rose War. And with that, we close the Dirk Nowitzki episode of the SGP Podcast. We'll catch you next week. Royal Rumble predictions and another huge guest on the SGP Podcast. Peace out. Peace.